Blog Talk Radio. It's Cannon Baby coming with the heat. Got Indy Fire playing in my speakers. Nikita the host, girl in motion. All the way mix, airway smoking. You can call in this phone lines open. Rockets are hot like we're cooking the road. Indy Fire the goat, don't ask who the competition is. Cause they're standing alone, popping. When you listen to here, you always get what you Interviews, artists, songwriters, authors, and entrepreneurs. Chopping it up with powerful icons who make her influence. Who keep it hotter? This is Indy Fire. Blazing on yourself, tune in and catch the heat. It don't even matter where you at. Entertainment, news, and daily inspiration for everyone. Yeah. Holy moly, this day Got Nakia in my sleeper. Girl in motion, get on your feet. Indy fire, blazing, please. Keep it coming every week. We too strong, we defeat too weak. Cannon, baby, super speed. We keep it turning to the sea. It's too high. A fireman can't put it out because it's too high. Indy fire. Passing judgment upon other people 
when it comes down to the judgment day for each and every one of us, we are not judging one another. So we who live here still shouldn't be casting judgment upon one another. In our final day, the creator judges all of us for our wrongs. So we shouldn't have and we don't have a right to, to place judgment upon other people. None of us have that right. I, I don't understand it. Your focus in this sin-sick world should be trying to get your life in order. So when it's your time to go without a shadow of a doubt, you know that you're not going to spend eternity in hell, that heaven will truly be your home. That should be your focus each and every day. I, I don't get it. You sit and you, you make all these snide remarks about people and what your ancestors lost and you all these self-righteous individuals. I don't get it. I don't understand. Make your focus be about where you're going to spend eternity. That should be your focus. Every, where am I going to spend eternity? And that's all I'm going to say on that. Stay out of my inbox with this bullshit. Please. Please. Make that your focus. All right? Thank you. I'm off my pedestal now. If you missed the episode on Tuesday, you missed a treat. Oh, my gosh, you missed a treat. The Sweetheart of Soul, Sweet Nate was here with us. Truly an inspiring young lady. Singer, songwriter, and entertainer she is. Go check it out if you missed that episode, all right? We had loads of fun. Coming up on next Tuesday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Now, we've already been through all the time zones, so you already know if you're on the West Coast. What time is that? There you go. 3.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. We will have singer, songwriter, producer, soul artist, Guy Watley was here with us. Was here with us? Here with us. <laughs> My words got all mixed up. Here with us. I can't wait to chop it up with him. Smooth, debonair type. Yeah, I know. That's going to be a fun interview. And then on, uh, did I say Tuesday or Monday? Monday. 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 I forgot. We're back Monday. Monday the 12th. Yes. Tuesday the 13th. Yes. We have um, music artist Dia Grover. Yes. Dia Grover here with us. Let me look at the calendar because I'm going to be giving off the wrong names. Get out of October. Yes, Dia Grover is here with us. And then on the 15th, who's on standby for me? Who's on standby? I got to get somebody on standby because you know who's coming back. Richie Evans is here with us, guys. Richie Evans is back here with us, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday the 15th. So if you cannot make them all, please, please, please do not miss them all. All right? Looks like the gentlemen are taking over for the month. We got to get some balance going on here. The gentlemen are taking over for the month of September. Is it like take take your man out? Oh, that's November. That's November? Okay, my bad. I don't know, but the men are taking over. Next week, we do have uh, we do have some ladies next week. All right, I'm happy. We got some ladies next week. I am super excited for my guests here this evening, guys. Um, new country soul artist, David Walker, a.k.a. Cowboy Cool. And we talked about this genre of music, right? New country soul. We talked about that just a little bit. New flavor. New flavor of music. New country soul. Soul music is almost a lost form these days. And, and I, I would have to agree with that. Um, this music is full of love. Church expressions and incredible skill and will of every man and woman who, who dared to express it. This music is all about our, our roots. Cowboy Cool was just the beginning of the vibe we created with New Country Soul, he says. The style is a new breed of music that is a mixture of feelings and vibes based on R&B country music. Living in the city and spending his summers in the country, he felt like he would always spend time between the radio airwaves of both genres, imagining city life while in the country and the laid-back country lifestyle. 
New Country Soul is a gumbo of music that allows folks to experience both worlds and lifestyles at the same time. It's a fun-filled way to bridge the gap. Quote, unquote, it's always about making music that touches people's lives and reminds them to have a good time. So I like the fact that the word gumbo was used to describe new country soul because I was told that this was also like a combination of country music, soul music, R&B music, and Zydeco music all mixed together. And Zydeco is like a Louisiana French Creole type music. So that is a perfect word to describe new country soul. I like that. Indie Vio listening audience, I present to you this evening my very, very special guest, new country soul artist, David Walker, a.k.a. Cowboy. Thank you. You are welcome. How are you this evening? Yeah, I am great, man. Thank you so much, man. That was you're just you're too kind. Thank you so much. I'm sorry you had to be that one guest that had to be here this one evening that heard me rant. I don't normally don't rant, but it's just I had to let it out because we we had to have fun tonight, and we couldn't have fun until I, you know, I got that vent off of me. So now that it's off of well, me, I'm well, ready I- to have. Well, I'm I'm from Texas, so I'm used to it. Let it roll. It's okay. Get it off your back and let's go. <laughs> now, you know what? Something that I learned about uh, Cowboy Cool is, you know, you know, guys, people have alter egos. Like, we talked to Jamal Marvel, and, you know, he has that comic book alter ego, hence the last name Marvel. And, you know, we talked to several other artists, and they have, an alter ego when they, you know, get on stage and they have that magnificent stage presence. But David has, you know, AKA cowboy cool, but he's a real cowboy. It's not just a name. He's a real cowboy. He out there riding horses. Yes, ma'am. Exactly. How did that all start? How did that all start? I know I want to step off music just a little bit because I want to know the life of a cowboy, a real cowboy. How did that all start for you? You know, it it and um, that's a great question. My my grandparents and my my dad, they they always had cows. My grandparents actually lived maybe 120 miles away from from there. You know, where I grew up at, and and so we would I would spend summers with them. And my grandpa was at cows, and of course my dad was from that same town and mother. So they. They, you know, they all had cows, and so they had horses, kind of a farm element. And so as a kid, I mean, I would spend summers, so it wasn't like I could go across the street and play basketball. Or, you know, so a whole lot of my days were just spent dreaming. Like I would, you know, I'd just imagine this and imagine having fun or create games and ride horses throughout the day or go check on the cows with my grandpa. So it was a it was a lifestyle that was you know kind of in left an indelible impression in my in my mind and in my heart and so I just I gravitated to it I I enjoyed being able to walk outside and feel the cool breeze or or just just you know eat the eat the fruit out of the watermelon field get a real watermelon and, and, and grow them and watch them and watch my grandfather grow his own vegetables and so. That part of my life was just—it was just cool, man. It was just good to be able to do whatever you wanted to. You know, we could eat whatever we thought we wanted that night. If we wanted fish, we'd go catch them. If we wanted to eat well, honey, we ate that that night. You know, so it, it's just a, something that happened in my life that it was just a part of my life. And I'm sure a lot of your listeners know someone or grew up somebody that, that had that same root. Man. That's interesting that you said that. I spent my summers in the south. With my grandparents, my grandfather was one of the biggest um, black farmers in the state of North Carolina. So all of my summers were spent there. So, yes, I have those experiences. Now, he never had horses, but he had cows. He had plenty of cows. I actually try to ride cows. I don't recommend you doing that because cows, you're not supposed to ride cows. But being little, you know what I'm saying, like seven or eight, you didn't know. You just... Okay, I did know, but we still try to ride the cows. Um, again, I don't recommend you doing that. And 
<laughs> I actually met someone recently who said, you know what, if you really want an experience, you should try cow tipping. And I didn't have an, any idea what he was talking about. <laughs> so I had to go Google it. What is cow tipping? And I'm like, oh, you know what, if I would have known about cow tipping when I was younger, then that's what I should have been doing instead of trying to ride a cow. I should have been doing cow tipping, but, yeah. you know, no horses. Yeah. Um, there were other farmers that had horses who, you know, they taught us how to ride horses until, you know, my foot was crushed. Um, a horse stepped on my foot and crushed my foot, and that was my whole, you know, I was done with a horse after that. No more horse experiences, you know. I was done with a horse after that. But, yeah, I experienced all of that, you know, the – the chickens and, you know, all about how to go get the eggs, you know what I'm saying, and never learn how to milk the cows, didn't do any of that, you know what I'm saying, but I had my experiences on a farm, so I, I can't say that I'm, I'm, you know, skilled or anything, especially now as an adult, couldn't do any of that now, but yes, I loved it during the summer, loved the experiences, and my kids now, I tell them, you know, when we go south and we see like all of the tobacco i take them through the whole like they're fascinated by it i take them through the whole experience like now they have automated machines that do all of that but i i tell them no back then you know what i'm saying like when i was younger 40 you know years ago there was none of that like we did everything you know so it's it's They'd be like, "Ma, you antique," you know what I'm saying? But that's that's history. That's my history. You know what I'm saying? Take them through all of that, and they're all excited about it. And so, yeah, so I, I love that. Um, we see the horses. You know, we see the the black cowboys on the circuit now, and um, it is it is so it's exhilarating um, to see that a profession that was dominated by other races is now being saturated by people of color. I love that. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. It it it, it, it and it's a it's a great thing to see as well, you know. I mean I I've always wanted to be on a professional circuit and, and you know, I I went to a Prairie and um and had an opportunity to get a rodeo scholarship, believe it or not. And and I rodeo well, yeah, on a scholarship, and and so I got a chance to to explore from there, and then I went to the professional league, and uh, currently they still hold that membership. But I, uh, yeah, so being being a professional cowboy has been a way of life, and and you know, and incorporating music was easy because I did a lot of driving, so I had time to listen and think about music and, and enjoy what I love, both worlds. That's awesome. That is awesome. So let's talk about your music. Um, you know, did you come from a musical background, um, or did you just wake up one day and say, you know what, I, I have a love, I have a passion for music, and I think I can get out here and put a track out, have my friends listen to it, give me their honest opinion, and, and see where it goes. How did it all start for you? No, it was it was totally opposite. And my, my father... Um, uh, and, and my mother as well. They they both you know love music and, and song and, and as usual you know the the first place of, of music auditions for me was for being able to sing in the choir and the male chorus with my dad. You know he would take me to church with him and and the male chorus would sing like every three weeks or something. You know so we had to go uh-huh. rehearsal. Uh-huh. Yeah. You, know, uh, you remember those days, right? Yeah. Yeah. And so you know. We, yeah, we'd have to shine and go get the haircut and you get the same suit that you know, but everybody wearing black, so you know, and right. I so I got dressed. I you know, my daddy loved music. I mean he was he loved listening to Bobby Bland and Johnny Taylor and plus, you know, he was singing the choir. My dad could sing good. And um but I, you know, I was the only boy and and uh, probably the only child at that time and and my dad would take me with him. You know, we wasn't wasn't gonna let me go stay with nobody else when he went to church, so I had to go with him, and he would take me to church with him, and so I'd get in the male chorus, and I'd go stand next to him, and so I sang what he sung, and and you know I learned the songs, and then finally one Sunday, they you know I mean one rehearsal, the the choir director she said, you know what, we've been listening to David, I can hear him singing, so let's let's let David lead one of these songs. 
And Uh-oh. the kid in my heart just dropped. I think it went to Florida and just left me. My heart just took out of town. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so, I, you know, it was a big deal. It was like, I mean, I'm this, I don't know, 11, 12-year-old kid, and I got to lead this song Sunday. Well, it just wasn't that I could lead a song. It was the fact that my mother and grandparents had called all of my relatives and oh, said, no. man, our baby is singing Sunday. Y'all come to town. And everybody. Now, now, yeah, you know, so look, so I'm I'm like, golly, man, I hope I don't forget the words. I'm like, God, I don't want all that. Because I'm, believe it or not, I'm an introvert by heart. I, you know, I can do without the big crowds, you know. And um, so anyhow, I got an opportunity to sing, and, and I'm telling you, man, that Friday, that Saturday night, we were supposed to sing Sunday at three o'clock. And that Saturday night, you, 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 I thought it was a football game. I had more family members coming from out of town, packing clothes, hats, like they getting clothes wow. ready for Sunday. Like, where are they? Where are they going? It's like they coming here. I left you, and my baby sang. I'm like, golly. So, you know, needless to say, that's where it started, and thank God we did okay. And, and so music was a part of my life, and, you know, and I, I, I was always gravitating to the, the sound of guitars, and, you know, my era of music, I was listening to different people. And, and it just kind of moved from there, but I, I never thought of myself as being that singer. And then more people started asking me to sing, and then I sing, and, and you know, so it was just it just kind of one thing led to another. But I've always loved music. I just didn't see myself as a singer. In fact, I ran from it. I didn't even want it because people would give me accolades, and I'd be like, nah, I'm good, you know. But God has a plan for everybody, I guess. Hmm, yes. Running from your talent. Yes, he's going to get you one way or the other. That's the thing. That's the thing. My whole family sings, and people ask me, they're like, do you sing? And I always look the other way. Um, (laughs) I would always, you know, it would be so convenient, you know, when it's um, the Sunday when it's time for, like, the youth choir to sing, and I would always, you know, conveniently have laryngitis or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got the frog in my throat. I would have laryngitis. I would... You know, yeah. have all yeah. the worst stomach pains. I would have a migraine headache. I would have all, you know, something would always be wrong with me. And right. now that I'm older, like, because I slept on my skills, I find that now that I really want to sing, it's gone. Because I slept on my skill for so long that I don't have it. I didn't use it when he wanted me to use it. So now it's gone. And... I feel kind of bad. You know what I'm saying? I feel, I feel bad. Everyone in my family <laughs> well, you, thinks I feel bad now, you know? But it is well, what it you is. You learn to you use the gifts yeah. in other ways, you know? That's right. Yeah. Well, you got a voice right now. You got a real serious voice in the show that you do. Is, you know, obviously it works great for you, so you, you have a voice. Exactly. I've learned to use it in other ways. So that's the upside to it. I look at it you know, and that way, um, which is which is great for me. Radio presentation has always been my thing, and that was something that I had to tell my family. Support you guys behind the pulpit. Everyone's a minister. I can support you behind the pulpit. Those who sing, I can support you there, and then you can support me here. This is my thing. So it, I think it all worked out, you know, beneficial for everyone. So Yeah, that's cool, man. When it comes to your music, who uh, would you say influences your style? Now, I know, because I, I spoke to Morris just a little bit, um, so I know all about the new country soul um, genre that is going to bust out on the scene. But uh, if we're talking about soul music, we're talking about R&B music and the combination, who would you say influences your style of music? Uh, I would think that, you know, I I loved uh, listening to Frankie Beverly back in the day. I, I, I still do today, but, I, I you know, because of his message of love, I think not necessarily the style of his music, but his message of love and how 
it impacted the audience. I think that I'm more gravitated to I have gravitated to his 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 message throughout his music about love and making people feel good and feel close together and feel loved. Um I, you know, D'Angelo was, was, I mean, I loved D'Angelo when his first album so came out. I, I love listening to D'Angelo. Um, I I listened to Johnny Taylor. I listened to Bobby Bland. I mean, I listened to a lot of those hardcore, soulful singers, very soulful. I'm, I'm not the singer that's going to put you under the table with this, you know, immaculate singing ability or this great voice. But I but I love connecting with people. I love singing songs that are touch your heart. And so the people that, that, that did that for me, I mean I I don't know. I, I think I just I took from gospel music, you know, I, I listen to people there's a group in you know Mississippi and William Brothers, I, I used to listen to them, I listen to Fred Hammond. So it's a it's a gumbo of, 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 you know, the part of music for me, different artists back in the day. I mean, I like listening to Calvin Richardson today. I like listening to Tyree. Mm. So I like those heartfelt singers that they, if you can tell that, you know, the anointing is kind of in their voices too. I mean, not, not that others don't have it, but, you know, that it just stands out. You know what I mean? So you've, you've said it a lot in what you just that that answer right there but how is how important is it um especially for a soul artist um to incorporate human connection or to be able to connect with their listening audience when they are producing or creating a song cuz i feel like a lot of the newer R&B artists, they just put out songs that are sexually pleasing to the listener in one way, sexually, but it doesn't really connect in any other way. They aren't articulating anything else. They've lost the true R and B feeling. The yeah, human connection um, really isn't there in the new R and B music compared to what we listened to back in the nineties. So how important is it to you when you create music to have that experience with your listening audience? Uh Nikia, I think that what what goes through the ears and just resonate between the between the ears don't stay long. I think what goes through your ears and the desires in your heart, it motivates you. I think that if I if I say to you that I wish you well and I hope that the rest of the week is good for you. I hope that Every day for the rest of this weekend, tomorrow being Friday and on through Sunday, I hope that you have just a great, outstanding rest of your week. Something tells me that you just felt that. But the music that people are putting out, and if it doesn't have that substance, and I'm I'm not picking any particular audience or, or artists, I just feel like, Whenever I left the country on the weekends or heading back to the city, my grandmother would give me a hug that you just could not duplicate. Mm-hmm. Now, everybody could hug you, but what was it about your grandmother saying, come here and give me some sugar, come give me my hug? That That is what I want my music to do to you. I got three to four minutes to reach your heart with my music. I want you to ride with me. I want this listening audience to say, man, I know that dude, man. And that dude is for real. While you playing dominoes, while you, you cutting up those potatoes, you eating gumbo, you, you eating, you know, soul food, whatever you eat, you chilling. The, 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 the beverage of your choice, I want you to be able to say, man, 
I can identify with that guy. That guy takes me back. And then you take out, if I call out a name, you might take that name and put your name in that song. But I want that to be yours for those three to four minutes, however long the song is. And so it is very important that, you know, I mean, I, I don't want to reach you just by just saying something that you already know. But I want to touch something that you didn't know I knew. And so uh, that's 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 what the basics of, of New Country Soul is. I, I want that music to resonate with you to make you think, man, I remember, you know, this. This makes me feel loved. You know what? I'm a part of this guy. This New Country Soul thing, man, I like this dude, man. I'm with that. I, every time I hear his music because I, I know what he's talking about. And so that's that's why it's important to me. I, I want you to feel lyrically, musically. I want you to feel good. I want you to leave that that make a difference in your life. And I mean, you know, if I can do two or three minutes with you, then that, that's great. That's my take on it. Hey everybody, it's your girl Living a Lie here with you guys on ND Fire Radio, hosted by Nakia, playing only the hottest music, and of course, me. If you're just tuning in, you're live right here on ND Fire with your girl Nakia, and my very special guest this evening, new country soul artist, David Walker, a.k.a. Cowboy Poo. And we're talking about this new genre of music that is going to, it's going to take over. Y'all watch. I'm telling you, New Country Soul. He's just telling you just a little bit about um, New Country Soul, a gumbo of music that allows folks to experience both worlds, country, and soul. What y'all think about that? A new breed of music, a mixture of feelings and vibes based on R&B and country music. What y'all think about it? Tell me. Send me a quick message. Let me know. What you think? Yay, nay. You know, we've had that combination of country and hip-hop, the crossover, um, you know, with KZ, the artist, you know, little Nigel Perkins, um, little crossover. And uh, you you seem to be loving everything that you're hearing so far with the crossover and genres. So tell me what you think. We're going to get into uh, Cowboy Cool, this music that we have right here. Let me see. What do we have queued up to play? Um, looking for my baby. Alright, so I like to listen to tracks according to their title. Alright, so this kind of lets me know that we're we're missing someone and we're looking for them. What happened? What's the storyline behind Looking for My Baby? Take me through the creative processes with this track. <laughs> Actually it's opposite. It's 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 Uh-oh. that girl that she, she Yeah, listen, she's a little country, right? She got on a pair of hoop. You know what I mean? She got all the cool T-shirts, hoop earrings. You see her, she just got her own swag. She's not worried about nobody. And you're going to see her. She's in everybody's town. You, you've seen her. Cool cool T-shirts, you know, blue jeans, earrings. I mean, hoop earrings. She's chilling, right? You might see her anywhere at the mall. You might see her, at, you know, at the football games, you know. So you might be the loudest on that. She on the band floor cutting it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> this, 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 That's that girl. She's like, hey. I might be in New York, I might be in Paris, but you play my song, I'm ready to get out. And that's her. That's her. And so everybody's looking for her. Everybody. I got you. I got you. Okay, I got (laughs) you. All right. I got it. Let me go ahead and give you the opportunity to introduce your track for the very first time here on Indie Fire, Looking for My Baby. Hey, this is David Walker, man. You you chilling out with Indy Fire, man. I want y'all to check out this new single, Looking for My Baby. Let me know what you think. Can 
you know, he's, he's no longer here now, but he he would tell me that man, you should you should do you. You should sing and portray who you really are. Like you are cowboy cool, you are David Walker, you are a real cowboy man and just and spit and this this thing from the country elements of what you know. You know, I, I don't have a twang in my voice. I mean, so on the soulful side is that my life now, you know, countryside driving trucks, wearing boots, or, you know, just rodeoing. But but my music changed because I started embracing who I really who I really am and my music. So I started writing along the lines. And here lately, it's, it's God has really been giving me music because I felt funny because I didn't have a certain style. I could sing. I would sing an R&B song. I would sing a Zydeco feel song. I'm not a Zydeco singer, but I could do songs that were in that tempo fashion. But but when I started embracing this new country song, actually, my cousin said, man, you need to write from your heart. and People need to know how you feel, and, and you're going to create your own genre. And I was like, now, who does that? You know, and so people would always ask me, so who are you? What are you? Are you an R&B singer? Are you sing gospel? Are you sing this? And so I, I started getting a little offended in the kid. I was like, wait a minute. Whatever I feel I want to sing, I want to be able to sing it. I don't want nobody right. to lock me in and say, you can't sing this or you can't do that or you, you're not allowed to because that's not how God was giving it to me. And so I think God got tired of me feeling that way. He just started giving me all, my own songs. And, and, and they still have, you know, it's nothing new as far as musically, but Yet the music and the words come from where I come from. I mean, and, and so, you know, and, and not to mention I love people like Anthony Hamilton. He, he was another artist that I saw who did it, you know, that first time when he came out, coming from where I came from. I, I was really impressed, and, and I was just a big fan. Still am a fan of his where I saw he embraced who he was and where he was from, and he did it. And I was like, man, I, I, I want to do the same thing. And, and you know, so... If there's any of Anthony Hamilton fans listening, y'all tell him Cowboy Cool said, man, I, I, I admire him and thank you for the encouragement to, to be me. Now, cruising, is that is that older or is that a newer track? No, it, it's, so, it's, it's not embarrassing to tell you this, but I have so many songs that are in the can that we, we, we can just probably take up two, three weeks of your show. We got songs that are in the can that we just never really pushed a whole lot. But Cruising is one of the songs that I that I kind of, my first song that I wrote to express from my perspective um, about being in love with somebody, you know, your, you know, your, your spouse or your, your friend or whatever you want to call it. And you just say, hey, look, let's just, let's just get away, you and me, you know. And uh, so that's another song that, that we wrote and people loved it too. Yeah, I I like cruising. I didn't want to play it because I didn't know if if you know you were pushing your newer music. Um, I actually found it on Reverb Nation, um, but I it's kind of one of my favorites. Uh- <laughs> well, you know what? It is your show, and so here's what I'm pushing. I am pushing to the heart. Whatever music touches the heart, and and creates that feeling that you say, man, I'm feeling that dude. Get in the car, let's go. I know that a lot, especially with independent artists, you have to overcome so many obstacles, so many, you know, setbacks. Um, But then when you're trying to uh, step in the lane that you're creating yourself, you know, something that other people haven't done before, and you're doing that with this new genre, new country soul, um, what barriers have you had to overcome thus far, and how have you have have you done that? It's interesting you said that. I, uh, it, you know, everything that changes causes people to say, "Wait a minute, that's not the normal. We we we've never done that this way." And you know, and they, they got this slogan. They say, "Past practice ain't always the best practice." You know, mm-hmm. so I. I, I I broke the rules, and I mean, and I had to learn how to to develop myself 
So, you know, when people say personal development or artist development, I I knew that I wanted something different. And so when I started moving in the direction of creating this new music, it caused me to learn a lot of different things, like how to to be able to put tracks down and learn and, and create the vibe and then be assertive about the sound that I was trying to create and that I am creating. So yeah, I had to get used to people saying, man, I like your vibe, but what, you know, promoters would be like, hey, we got this blues artist, we got this straight uh, radical band, or we got this, this southern soul or this country person. Now, what what am I going to get from you? And I'm new country soul because I got this vibe and this is what my vibe is. So it, it, it has taken a moment to where I had to create my own shows. I had to create my own way of, of being exposed. So it, it caused me to start doing stuff, you know, becoming very innovative about how I do stuff on my social media. Or I, so I'm, I'm in a position, and I'm currently there where I'm just, I'm pushing this genre, and thank God for people like you who are embracing what I'm doing and, and, and others across the country who are saying, man, I like this. This is what happened. But I believe that God has already set um, the doors open for me with this music because, I, you know, it, it's not me. I think it's for the people. I think the people are ready to hear a new sound. I think people are ready. To, you know, I was at a party. Not too long ago, and and, um, and I mentioned this this morning on my on my, my social media page, but you know the music was pretty strong, the lyrics were real strong, and they had kids running around. And I feel bad, honestly. Mm-hmm. I did. I mean, some 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 songs shouldn't be played in family settings, but right, I right. saw that that it wasn't a conscious about it. It, it didn't really bother a whole. You know, it didn't bother the people that were playing it. And so I, I deem to myself that I don't want to have that feeling. So I think just the hard part about this music thing for me right now with this new genre of music is just being faithful to believe that my doors are going, of exposure are going to open it. And I know the talent-wise, I'm really not worried about it. I think we put on a real good show, and I think people are going to love it. But it's just it's like introducing a new, a new drink. I mean, you, you just got to. Just got to do it to somebody saying, yeah, I like it. And so when you are in an atmosphere where your music is well-received, give me one word to describe that feeling where, you know, you do step in in a venue and um, people have, you know, they the announcer, the host steps up and says, you know, David Walker, Cowboy Cool, you know, got this new genre it's called New Country Soul. And people are just like, what? New Country Soul? And then all of a sudden, you know, you you bust out with cruising. And then you follow up with Cowboy Cool. And then you hit them with, you know, looking for that girl. And then you, by the end of the night, you know, cheers and applause. And they, they come back. They want to, you know, stand an ovation. And then what is that one word to describe the feeling? Fulfillment. I'm I'm doing what I was created to do. It's it fulfillment. It is. I'm fulfilling my mission. I'm I'm. God has given me a mission to touch people's lives with this music, and when that happens, because it has happened. I I don't. You know, it's funny you mentioned cruising. The key, at least about three shows that I've had people to stop me doing cruising to propose to their fiance. Yeah, yeah. I've I've had emails of people on some of my music saying that they were about to commit suicide, and my music stopped it. So that fulfillment. I mean, I I can take a selfish game, but I think it's fulfillment. So you definitely, your music definitely does have that human connection that I was talking about. Um, it does articulate what it's supposed to. It resonates in people um, like it, it's supposed to. Well, thank you. When people hear the name David Walker, um, when they search David Walker, Cowboy Cool, um, 
what do you want them to remember about you? Uh, just a real loving guy. That's, that's it. I, I care about people. I'm a very positive person. Um, but just, just love, really. The, the, I want them to know love. I want them to say, man, that dude is connected to love. That's what it is. Love is my key. And if there's an artist that is listening right now who says, you know what, um, because when it comes to the country music scene and and people of color, there are so many artists that are on the scene, that are taking over the scene. It's just, it's mind-blowing. Um, so there may be an artist that is listening right now who says, you know what, that's my genre of music. You know what I'm saying? But I like this. I love the vibe he's talking about. I love the sound. You know what I'm saying? I like this whole new, new country soul um, that he's talking about. Uh, but I don't have a clue what my next step is. You know what I'm saying? I don't put out an EP. You know, my friends like it. My family say it's all right, but I don't know what my next step is. piece of advice could you offer to this aspiring artist right now who's kind of just stuck in lingo? I I would say you right where God wants you. I I would say that if if it's easy and if it's working good and there's no problems, you you might be on the wrong street. I mean, I've driven down the wrong road. It's felt the same. But I think when when you're on a pathway where every stop sign, every caution, you have to ask just like you would a GPS. You know, waiting on that turn to come next. Treat it just like GPS. You know, God is going to give you direction. I mean, if I could say that over the airways, I don't mean to offend anybody's religion. Whatever you believe in the power that you believe. But for me, it's 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 been a long journey. You know, and I and it's it's, it's a developmental stage. I mean, it's like it's taken a long time. It seems like, but you know, my mom always told me that uh, a thousand years is as of one day with God. So He's probably around. Two minutes already in my life. <laughs> I mean, I think to the advice that I should be able to give to anyone is that stay true to who you are and 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 work and believe on that. I think the misconception is people are looking for where they want to place their music as opposed to letting the music place itself where it's supposed to be. Supposed to be, yes. Mm. You know, just because you say country music, uh, and I think people, you know, they, they stereotypically put us in a zone and say, hey, you know, you have to have a certain sound, you have to have a certain twang, you have to, if that's your natural twang, if that's your natural style, I think you should pursue that, right? For me, you can't take the country out of me because I, you know, I mean, I spend my summers in the country. I mean, I, I, I've spent more time in the country than, than you know, I, I did in the city. I mean, all of my thoughts were the country ways. And so it doesn't mean I have to look a certain kind of way or, or be a certain type of person to me to say new country soul. I mean, mm-hmm. it is exactly that. I mean, new country soul is anything to me. It's, you know, I mean, I can, I, you know, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> it's amazing grace when it needs to be. It's, uh, mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. by more than me, uh, by night. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's all of it. Yeah. That's interesting that you said that. It's a little off topic, but um, I don't know if you know who Tabitha Brown is. I don't really follow her that much. Uh, but when I do, you know, I get a treat out of the, the motivation and uh, powerful words that she always expresses. I mean, somebody sent her a post that she says, you know, normally she doesn't feed into the negative energy that she receives but she felt that it was impactful or that it would impact um, the lives of her followers at the post. And so she 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 shared the post and um of course her followers, you know, were highly upset. But this individual made the statement that, you know, uh she felt her daughter was embarrassed by her 
because she didn't need to always speak like a slave. And I'm, I'm paraphrasing this. She didn't need to always speak like a slave. That this lady herself was from the South, and she didn't speak, you know, the way that Tabitha Brown spoke. And she felt like, you know, she always talked like, um, like they did during slavery time. So I didn't live during slavery time, so I don't know how they spoke during slavery time. So I imagine this commenter didn't live during slavery times either. So what we see on media or, or hear in media is a depiction of how people felt or feel like they might have spoken during those times. And you made the comment that, you know, you don't you don't look and sound like cowboy or someone from the country, but you're more country than you are, you know, city. And so I said that to say, you know, how do you pick apart, how do you tell someone something so, I felt that it was just so derogative, you know, because she does have a very, very southern draw, you know. But for her to to tell her this on her platform, you know, I, I can't even imagine what she must have felt. But as an aspiring artist, you know, um, as as David just said, um, with that the country genre, um, sometimes you do have to step outside of the box, as you have seen so many artists do. If you don't have the twain, you know, if you sound like me, if you're from New York and you want to dive into that genre because that's in your roots, do it. You know what I'm saying? Do, what's stopping you? You know, they have this whole genre of music, this new country soul. Um, what's stopping you from stepping outside of the box and doing what it is that you desire to do? So, again, when these guests come on the show and they drop these gems for you, don't sit on it. Soak it all in. A lot of it is tried and true knowledge and information that they've gone through that can help you eliminate you know, some of the tests and, and trials and obstacles that you might have to go through, you can jump over some of those loops, you know, because you have someone that's been through that and they're telling you, you know, great words of wisdom. Soak it all up and make it applicable to not only your music career, but any aspect of your life that you could stick it to. David, I want to go ahead and give you the opportunity to get all of your contact information out to anyone who may be listening now or come back and listen to one of the many, many, many playback shows. If they're interested in booking you, if they're interested in seeing your next uh, door stop, if they want to have you on their show for an interview, if they want to know where to purchase your music from, um, for whatever reason they may want to get in contact with Cowboy Cool, the floor is now yours to get all of your contact well, let me just say to you, Mikhail, I, I so, so very much appreciate um, your warm hospitality. Just let me be and ride in on the show tonight. And, and New Country Soul is, is being birthed and, and, as of we speak. And, and uh, you can go to dwcowboycool.com, which is our website, and you can get all the information there. And uh, it will lead you over to all the Facebook and the uh, TikTok pages as well. So, but I, I just I can't tell you how much I appreciate your your warmness to have me on this show and to to let me express what New Country Soul music is all about. And so again, thank you from the bottom of my heart. The pleasure has been all mine. As I stated before the show, you could have been anywhere this evening, but you took the time to be here with me and my listening audience to give so freely of yourself. And I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you, and thank you to Morris Parsons as well for making this connection, as well as to Miss Yolanda Marshall. Again, that website is dwcowboycool.com. You can find all of the socials there as well as links to purchase music. All right, guys, back here on Monday, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with Sky Watley, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for New Music Mondays. 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Tuesday with Dia Glover 
and 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on Thursday with Richie Evans. Again, if you cannot make them all, please, please, please do not miss them all. You guys have an amazing weekend. Entertainment, news, and daily inspiration for everyone, for everyone. Entertainment, news, and daily inspiration for everyone, for everyone. Entertainment, news, and daily inspiration for everyone, for everyone. Entertainment, news, and daily inspiration for everyone, for everyone, yeah.